From the wheat fields of the Thumb to the cherry trees on the Third Coast, Michigan grows more than 300 different foods and products that we all enjoy every day. We're on a mission to find every local restaurant, manufacturer, and food company sourcing their ingredients right here in the mitten. And in the process, bridge the gap between the farm and your fork. We want to introduce you to all things Michigan agriculture and food. This is Michigan AF. The agriculture industry in Michigan annually contributes more than $104 billion to the state's economy. Part of that contribution comes from agriculture technology and food innovation companies like AgriLiquid and Neogen, who support farmers in a number of ways. Today, I'm joined by Emma Bostwick with the Lansing Economic Area Partnership, which is an organization working to attract corporations and businesses to the greater Lansing area, including those in the ag tech space. Welcome to the podcast, Emma. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. So to get us started, can you share a little bit more about what the Lansing Economic Area Partnership, or LEAP, as we'll probably refer to it throughout this episode, is and what the organization does? Absolutely. So LEAP, Lansing Economic Area Partnership, is the regional economic development organization serving Clinton County, Eaton County, and Ingham County. And what we do and who we are really is that we serve to act as a one-stop shop for businesses looking to either expand here, completely locate brand new to Lansing region, sometimes Michigan, and also to retain current businesses in the Lansing Tri-County region. And, and how we do this is we really act as a liaison or a community connector, if you will, with local partners, municipalities, maybe it's a higher ed institution like LCC or Michigan State University, for example, and really acting kind of as that entity that they can rely on for any of their needs. A lot of times starting a business, even if you're a small business or a large business, it's hard to get a sense of where to go when you're in a new space. And we really want to be there for them. And in addition to that, we also serve a wide variety of entrepreneurship programs. Um, So we do business attraction and retention and expansion. And then we also host um, entrepreneurship as one of our main tenants. That's great. Really working as a connector organization. What is your role? Yeah. So I am the Tri-County Development Manager. My role is within the business attraction department. And I really serve as maybe a local conduit, if you will, with the local communities and local counties here. And I work with companies directly, either finding sites for them or if they're ready for that next phase, connecting them with state partners like the Michigan Economic Development Corporation or MDARD. Or sometimes it is just helping them along with identifying potential uh, programs that they can utilize to broaden their program. So I, I kind of wear multiple hats, um, but I love it. I, I work with a lot of local community members and on a broader scale um, with these larger companies and helping them make their decision. And sometimes the best decision is here in the Lansing region. That's great. So you really kind of end up being a problem solver, really, or a solution finder in a lot of ways. That's Absolutely. Awesome. We want we want to make sure that the decision that the business makes for them is their best decision and that we're helping them to make that decision. Of course, we want them in Michigan to begin with, but we want them to make sure that they're comfortable wherever they locate. 
That's wonderful. So what makes the the Tri-County area, which is you which represents right Ingham, Eaton, and Clinton counties, yep. what makes that a great place for businesses to start and then grow? Oh my gosh. So I'm totally biased in this. I love talking about the Tri-County region, the Lansing Capital region, because I think we're really the best of both worlds. We have kind of the best uh smallest city in some ways because we are able to offer so many different resources. So for one, obviously having the capital um, is one of the best things, I think, because you get a lot of benefit from a legislative perspective and a lot of your state agencies are hosted out of the capital area. Secondly, Michigan State University or MSU is right on our back doorstep. Um, so you have that college town vibe and not just a like college town. I mean, one of the world renowned universities here, especially related to agriculture. And then you also have the ability to go from like an urban core city to a completely rural area in 20 minutes. And, and in those rural areas, you have these main streets are awesome that they have their own coffee shops that they have their own communities that are growing and i really think when it comes to businesses looking for a place to start up and grow we have a lot of support because of that they're able to rely on michigan state university they're allowed to rely on lansing community college which is located in the downtown lansing and across the area but then they're also able to connect with all these broader municipalities within pretty much like a 20 mile radius on average, right? And um, I think it creates a lot of benefit because not only does that give them more connecting points to make within a, a pretty, you know, close relationship to each other, but they are able to have a lot of options. If they want to be located in an urban core, they can totally do that when they're five or 10 minutes from the downtown area. If they want a little bit more space from their neighborhoods, we have a whole host of industrial parks that they can locate in surrounding communities. Um, so I think I think it really creates a really awesome option. And just in general, our Lansing Tri-County Region ecosystem is so welcoming and we're so good about talking to each other and making those connections that I think that's sometimes a benefit maybe that it is not seen right up front, but it really makes it for a smooth process for that business when they're looking for a place to locate. Yeah, I think there are just so many parts that play into that that people probably don't even think about and realize in terms of, you know, making sure that you're near communities and, and labor and things like that, that there's a lot of pieces that play into that. Yeah. And not to mention Michigan's beautiful, right? But yeah, region, we have wonderful parks to take advantage of. I mean, we we often think about it. It's not just the the workplace, right? It's the after five o'clock or after the shift of where you go with a lot of ton of different restaurants and things to do, the Wharton Center. I mean, it really just um, is a great place, I think, for, for businesses, not from a biased perspective or anything. <laughs> I get it completely. I grew up in this area, so and I I love it as well. Uh, so when it comes to agriculture and food innovation, you know, you had mentioned part of that is that you know we do have downtown Lansing, but then within twenty minutes we have lots of agriculture as well. So how is Leap supporting uh, the agriculture industry? Yeah, so so the agriculture industry is actually a broader initiative with LEAP. We hold four industry clusters here, and those really just help us narrow down. It's not to be exclusive, but narrow down 
the types of development that we think we're really strong in. And agriculture obviously is one of them and within that ag tech. Um, and ag tech specifically, what LEAP works with and what we do is that we really make sure that we're connecting with companies that kind of fit those guidelines to be a value add to our current existing businesses, right? Making sure that we are bringing folks in that are helpful. And we also want to make sure that we are using our agriculture resources on a broader perspective. So sometimes bringing in those companies are either supporting direct farmers or they are related to um, maybe shortening the supply chain sometimes. And so what we really do is making sure that we're reaching out and connecting with companies that are direct value to our Lansing region. And that really can take different formats because some of them are domestic here in the United States, some are international, um, but really just getting the word out that Lansing is a great space to land, let alone Michigan, for agriculture growth in general. And when we're talking about that, it's supporting with marketing and branding initiatives, which I know we'll talk a little bit later um, about the M21 corridor initiative, but making sure that when we're speaking with companies that we're able to bring together kind of the highlights of, of the space and the existing commodities and our partners like the Food Processing Innovation Center, MSU in general. I mean, there's so many great, great opportunities here. And we're just making sure that we're getting the word out and that exposure out there to businesses in this space. That's great. We actually, a couple of months ago, our board did a tour of the uh, of of FPIC, the Food mm -hmm. and, and uh, Processing Innovation Center, and it's just fantastic what they are doing and what the resources that they're providing to small businesses and entrepreneurs who are who are getting started. So that's wonderful. So you did mention the M21 Ag Cor Corridor and or Ag Tech Corridor, and I know that kind of almost a corner piece corner piece of that is recently uh, Gambia, who is, I was excited to learn, the number one producer of American cheddar cheese in the entire world. Uh, I try to be a cheese connoisseur. I think I'm aspiring. <laughs> uh, but they built a state-of-the-art facility in St. John's, so just north of Lansing, and that created 300 jobs and has just been a great economic force uh, within that community and really within the, kind of this tri-county region. Can you talk a little bit about the role that LEAP played in all of that? Yeah, absolutely. So LEAP worked with Glanbia to identify sites in the region that really came to be down to that St. John site that you mentioned. We assisted with the acquisition. It was a long-term process, actually, that I believe began back in 2015, 2016, with just meeting with them, getting to know them, getting them familiar with our area, the space that we offered. Um, and it was discussion about, all right, if they select this site, what are the infrastructure needs? That's a big discussion that we have on a broad uh, broad spectrum related to economic development and site readiness. Um, what would their infrastructure needs be to be for their, their facility? Um, are there any zoning changes? You know, what are the costs associated with building a new facility? You know, does that align with their projected growth that they would like to do? Um, so we were kind of with them the entire time, meeting with local partners, meeting with state partners, um, the utility companies. Um, we worked with them on the purchase agreement with the city of St. John's um, and identifying just, you know, kind of what what they did at, at each step. And so really it was kind of a, a actually 
friendship and partnership, if you will. Um, and like you mentioned, it, it really has some amazing uh, capacity there with the world's number one producer of American style cheese. Um, and it, it was really a, a great experience um, for our LEAP team and, and amazing to work with MDARD, Michigan Economic Development Corporation, you know, Michigan Strategic Fund that helped with the funding of the initiatives. Um, MDAT was involved, um, Consumers Energy, and I'm sure I'm leaving out other partners, but it was really critical that we were able to get all partners on the same page and understanding what that was, especially with an international client. Um, of course, they have their joint venture uh, partnership as well, but just making sure that we're all kind of on that same page of are we aligning with what their goals are and what is feasible for us on a local level. That's really cool. Do you know, and if you don't, that's completely fine, but what, how did, how did the Lansing area even end up kind of on their short place, a short list of places to look at? So <laughs> I was not here during that time. Um, one of our staff members who is now COO at LEAP, Keith Lambert, was the main main lead. And I'll have to say, I did ask him before hopping on this this uh, meeting and I wasn't able to get an answer. So I can't, I, I don't know if it was a direct lead of ours or through a partner organization that heard downwind, you know, that Glanvia was looking for a place. So I can't say for sure. <laughs> That's okay. Either way, we are so glad that they're here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, definitely. We are too. <laughs> so I do want to talk a little bit more about, we've already mentioned this M21 Ag Tech Corridor. What's the goal of the project? Just tell us more about the project and what that is. Yeah, absolutely. So the M21 Ag Tech Corridor initiative, broadly speaking, was um, started a little bit before COVID hit, and then there was a hiatus into it for obvious reasons. Um, and we were able to reconvene with our strategic group um, that really acted as a task for this task force for this initiative to get it going. So our partners included the Shiawassee Economic Development Partnership, the right place over representing Ionia County and the greater Grand Rapids community, the Soybean Committee, um, MDARD, obviously, and so on and so forth. And really what it was intended to do is focus on a key part of the broader corridor. So specifically the N21 corridor that runs through Ionia County, Clinton County, and Shiawassee, and kind of that that only certain certain radius right there. And the reason why is because there has been a huge increase in investment, one of them being Glanbia. Um, and we really wanted to take advantage of this opportunity to tap into that investment and grow it. Obviously, there are a lot of resources along that corridor. And we wanted to make sure that that was getting out to our companies that we were working with. All three of the economic development organizations I, I mentioned, including Clinton County Catalyst, they're all focused on a lot of times economic development work and the same work that we're taking place at LEAP on a broader spectrum. And we wanted to make sure that we could present and say, hey, we have this awesome corridor here located. Um, here the the here's the information about it and and what that ended up being over oh I mean like a year long process if you don't include COVID involved um, was the tools for us to market and brand that corridor so there's a logo that came out of it that was really fun uh, creating um, and then an asset map so those are two are really key important um components and tools for us as economic developers because we're working directly with sometimes site consultants um, that represent companies 
confidentially. And sometimes we're working directly with interested businesses and they want information. They want data. They want to know what is going on here. Right. And so that map, which is really critical, um, gives a wonderful visual about the existing commodities that we have along the corridor. It provides information about your local education partners. Um, it even highlights developable sites that are ready to go for for that company possibly. Um, and it really just gives a, a good holistic view of saying like, we have it, we have all the information ready to go. Here, here you are. Um, and from a broader sp- perspective, that also helps leap um, and presumably the other economic development organizations involved as well to create further marketing pieces that are specifically targeting this, this corridor that utilize the resources available um, and that way, it's just more strategic placement as well when we're talking about further act act development. Yeah, so I'm actually looking at this map right now, and yep. I am, it's fascinating, really, to see just yep. all of the opportunity just in that one area, you know, you mentioned, you know, in terms of ta- looking at uh, workforce development and educational sites, and even just being able to see, you know, the placement of, of different farms on the map and what have you, it's, it's really a really cool visual to see kind of in this mid-Michigan region how important agriculture is and how just widespread it is within in this part of the state. It's very cool. Yeah, no, it was really fun. And really, I think that was the beginning for for this work, right? Is that that was the catalyst for us to say, all right, what are we going to do with this? And and that really was the goal of it was to give us more tools to use for the broader initiative. So Great. Well, obviously, attracting more ag tech companies and companies that are going to support agriculture and farmers is great for farmers. Um, Why is it important that consumers support the development of these ag tech companies in this area, really anywhere in Michigan? Yeah, absolutely. So really, this this directly benefits consumers because it strengthens our regional economy overall. And of course, our our Michigan economy as well, that is very ag focused. And it utilizes and leverages the current resources we already have in existence here. And it could mention or could include, you know, shortening the supply chain for local businesses, um, which could actually provide uh, more financial uh, leveraging or mobility because they are not able or able to um, move product a little bit sooner and quicker, which we all know has been a pain in the butt (laughs) for a lot of businesses. it provides additional opportunity for new growth here, which is really critical, especially as we see the value that Michigan can bring. Um, it also, in general, when we're talking about the education sphere, right, like it provides students and faculty and researches, uh, researchers the opportunity to test the products and have field experience nearby. So you're now talking about a really experienced labor pool, your back doorstep that can be used and stay here and encourage folks to stay in the region, to stay in Michigan, um, therefore, you know, of course, building the larger economy as well, and also building a direct talent pipeline for these companies that are locating here that are really innovative. Um, and and it, and it spurs that innovation and that produces a supportive environment, really, for um, this industry that is critical, especially to Michigan, broadly speaking. And uh, it puts food on our tables at home. I mean, we're talking about the ag industry, right? It's one of the most critical industries 
uh, to even begin there and uh, just helping to build that support um, through additional business growth, um, I think is really, really important. And of course, it, it also, I think, diversifies um, the different industries that we have here, um, which is really critical in economic development that we don't rely solely on one industry for our economy in general. Um, so that just in general provides a more sustainable path, I think, towards continued growth, both in the Tri-County region and of course, Michigan, broadly speaking. Absolutely. And I think that having having all of those industries interconnected is so incredibly important. Um, but on the flip side of that, I also know that when new companies come in, when new businesses come in, that can raise concerns in communities uh, among consumers and, you know, really among everyone. What are some of those concerns that you hear sometimes and how do you alleviate those? Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the ones that we have, right, are land conservation of what spaces are being utilized for development. And that is a very, very critical um, concern to have um, because we really don't want to use up all the land we have, right? We want to make sure that we're conserving it, especially good ag land, which is really critical for further development, further population growth. Um, and that's why we really work with local partners to make sure that it's a strategic site previously identified that can support that, that isn't taking away from the existing resources that we have. Um, sometimes you'll hear mentioned on a, on a tri-county broader level is brownfields, right, that have been contaminated or have a few more issues than generally um, we, we can see just um, underneath the ground and how we can maybe tap into those underdeveloped spaces. Um, so it really is making sure that we're being intentional, right, in the land usage. And also, generally speaking, that we're not having popcorn development, which is my favorite term and not favorite term at the same time in economic development, which means that you have random buildings popping up or random industries popping up without really a cohesive um, space. And so that also is a really key component when we're working with companies is making sure that we're focusing on quarters like M21 or industrial parks so that we're not having that popcorn development. Um, and that I think is really, really critical as well. So I think broadly speaking, those are all very, very legitimate concerns to have. And we really take those to heart. And when we're working with companies, making sure that we're finding the right fit for them, but the right fit for our community as well. Right. So Absolutely. I definitely think, you know, there's a balancing act between thinking about conserving the land and, and keeping it available for agriculture use even presently or in the future. But then also there's the piece of, you know, bringing more jobs to a community that that might be a game changer for that community to, to have that kind of labor development and economic development. So I'm really, really glad that organizations like LEAP are strategically thinking about those kind of things to move us forward. Yes, me too. <laughs> so if someone wanted to learn more about the Lansing Economic Area Partnership and for that matter, the M21 corridor, AgTech corridor project, where how would they do that? Absolutely. So we have our website, which is purelancing.com. And then we also have our Facebook and Instagram, which are really active, which are just essentially in the, the user at sign Pure Lansing. And both of those will take you to kind of the day-to-day, -day. the website to go to specifically related to M21 corridor is purelancing.com slash foodtech. 
Perfect. Thank you. Well, thank you so much for joining us today to talk a little bit more about uh, about Leap and, and what you're doing and specifically this ag tech corridor. I think it's so important. We just appreciate everything that the organization's doing to promote Michigan businesses, especially those in the agriculture sector. Thank you. I appreciate being able to share the story of Leap, right? And being able to share this space with you and appreciate the invitation. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. So as you can hear, Michigan is such an incredible state to live in, to work in, to be a part of. And part of that is being a part of this agriculture sector. And I think it's always really important to show the larger role that it plays in the overall economic development of our economy and of our state. Uh, thank you so much for listening. And I hope you'll come back soon to hear about more organizations, people and food that are Michigan AF. The Michigan AF Podcast is a project of the Michigan Ag Council and the Michigan Grown, Michigan Great campaign. We are a coalition of farmers and agribusinesses committed to providing the best possible foods and products for our neighbors, communities, and the state we all love. To hear more podcasts and to learn about Michigan's agriculture diverse sector, visit michigangrown.org.